0: The Adeptus Mechanicus. You can't have science fiction without the science, and the masters of science for humanity in Warhammer 40k are the Adeptus Mechanicus. Combining cyberpunk philosophies with elements of zealous piety, the Mechanicus are viewed with a mix of fear, awe, and curiosity. They are both separate from the rest of the imperium of man, as well as joined at their hip and their fate is largely tied to that of the rest of humanity. We'll take a look at the various belief systems of the mechanicus, their history, and of course, their technologies. The mechanicus got its start many millennia ago, when humanity first moved beyond terra and colonized the planet mars. Mars was terraformed and a colony began prospering there, developing their own culture. The colonists of mars were primarily scientists and engineers, along with miners and manufacturers. This colony would eventually become known as the mechanicum of mars, and in their separation from the rest of humanity they developed a new religion, the cult mechanicum. A number of commandments would later be written by the cult mechanicus to codify their tenets. The first set are known as the mysteries. First is that life is directed motion. Second is that the spirit is the spark of life. Third is that sentience is the ability to learn the value of knowledge, and fourth is that intellect is the understanding of knowledge. Both knowing the value of knowledge and understanding that knowledge is key to the cult mechanicum. Fifth is that sentience is the basest form of intellect meaning that just being sentient is not enough, as you have to continue up the ladder of gaining and understanding knowledge. This leads to the sixth commandment, that understanding is the true path to comprehension, and the seventh, comprehension is the key to all things. Comprehension for the Mechanicum is notably different than just understanding, a sort of transcendent state of intellect that every cult member strives towards. Finally, the eighth mystery is that the Omnisaya knows all, comprehends all. The Omnisaya is the god figure of the mechanicum, the embodiment of all knowledge. The second set are the warnings of the mechanicum, beginning with the alien mechanism is a perversion of the true path, which is par for the course for humanity. Next, the soul is the conscience of sentience and a soul can be bestowed only by the omniscient. The soulless sentience is the enemy of all, which refers to artificial intelligence, or as they usually call it, abominable intelligence. The knowledge of the ancients stands beyond question, and the machine guards the knowledge of the ancients. Flesh is fallible, but ritual honors the machine spirit and to break with ritual is to break with faith. Let's break some of these concepts down, as they are essential to understanding the adeptus mechanicus and the tech priests. The cult mechanicus believes in the divinity of knowledge, that the pursuit and understanding of knowledge is the highest and holiest path that a sapient individual can work towards. A man's flesh is weak and fallible, and ultimately their body is nothing more than a receptacle to hold their accumulated knowledge. Technology and machines are a concept of perfection, and tech priests will commonly cast off their mortal flesh in exchange for machined parts to bring themselves closer to their god, the deus mechanicus, also known as the machine god. The machine god is believed to be the progenitor of all knowledge an omnipresent omniscient force that is inherent in the universe. The machine god has appointed humanity as its chosen people, and according to the tech priests, reveals its designs through selected prophets. Followers of the machine god pursue knowledge in order to reach a transcended state of comprehension so that they can understand the deus mechanicus. Since the cult mechanicus believes that all knowledge already exists in some form, they are more devoted to safeguarding what they know and recovering technology from humanity's past than researching new technology. Additionally, the cult mechanicus believes in the concept of machine spirits, extensions of the machine god that inhabit every piece of technology in existence. Whether or not a piece of technology functions is entirely based on its machine spirit's disposition. If a gun's machine spirit is happy, it will fire as it should, whereas if it is upset, the gun will certainly jam. To appease the machine spirits and make sure they are kept happy, the tech priests of the adeptus mechanicus will carry out countless exacting rituals involving prayers and very specific motions. If even a single screw is tightened incorrectly, it could upset the machine spirit inside of the piece of technology. As the final warning says, to break with ritual is to break with faith, so it's less about understanding exactly how a piece of technology works, and more about believing in a ritual that appeases a divine force. I've been using the terms mechanicum and mechanicus interchangeably but they are not the same group. The mechanicum was the original organization that developed on mars, and would later be fractured during the horus heresy. The members of the mechanicum that remained loyal to the emperor became part of the adeptus mechanicus, renamed to distance themselves from the heretical dark mechanicum, and they became more integrated with the imperium of man. Let's go back to the original mechanicum on mars however, The colony on Mars was largely independent from Terra, and so during humanity's initial conquests of the stars, both the Terrans and the Martians conquered a number of their own planets. The Martians made these planets into massive forge worlds, covered with countless factories continually outputting endless scores of machines. This was an era where humanity's technological knowledge peaked and the entire scope of that knowledge was contained in tremendous databases, known as standard template constructs, or STCs. Colonists would be sent down to a planet along with an STC, which would provide all the information and plans to create shelters, power generators, transports, and anything else they might need. The age of strife eventually came, however, and humanity turned on itself including the empire on mars. Mars was the site of a great power struggle involving terrifying weaponry that scorched away the terraformed surface of the planet. Most humans on mars fled underground to avoid the deadly radiation from the sun. A single faction however managed to dominate the other martians, the mechanicum. The mechanicum began constructing new cities known as forges each ruled by a tech priest. All of the Mechanicum answered to the highest ranking tech priest, the fabricator general. The Mechanicum of Mars began to dispatch fleets out into the universe once again to claim planets in the name of the Machine God, and the Forge worlds became not just sites of endless production, but also essentially massive shrines. The Mechanicum also battled with the Techno Barbarians present on Terra, whom they viewed as savages who used technology that they did not properly venerate. This hostility lasted until the god-emperor unified Terra and traveled to Mars to negotiate a treaty. The emperor arrived on Mars in a golden ship, and managed to fully repair a machine with a single touch, leading many members of the mechanicum to declare him as the omniciaia, the physical representation of the machine god. This of course made the treaty process a lot easier and so the treaty of Mars was signed, in which the mechanicum would agree to provide countless weapons, ships, vehicles, and other equipment for the emperor's great crusade, and in return the emperor would permit them to retain their religious autonomy, as well as retaining control of any forged worlds. With the treaty signed, the great crusade of the imperium could begin, but it would also be the start of a schism in the mechanicum. Not all of the Mechanicum believed the emperor to be the omniscient, instead seeing him as a sort of false prophet, who would eventually strip away the Mechanicum's autonomy. Some also resented the fact that the emperor had turned the Mechanicum into one giant engine of war, and that he had forbidden the Mechanicum from researching certain technologies, such as AI. Sometime later, when the horus heresy broke out, Horus sent a mechanicum representative named Regulus back to Mars to convince the fabricator general to join him against the emperor. Horus promised the mechanicum that they would retain their autonomy in his empire, and that they could research whatever technology they wished. The fabricator general at the time had already resented the emperor, and so he led what would become known as the dark mechanicum in a civil war against their loyalist brethren. The battle became known as the schism of mars, as the traitors fought against the loyalists, and millions died both on the surface of mars as well as in the space around it. Ultimately, the dark mechanicum emerged victorious, and the loyalist mechanicum survivors fled mars, although imperial forces managed to blockade the planet until after the battle of terra. Where Horus was slain. In the aftermath, the dark mechanicum fully joined the forces of chaos alongside the chaos space marines, and the remaining members of the loyal mechanicum were remade into the adeptus mechanicus, a key component of the newly reforged imperium of man. The fabricator general is now given a position as a high lord of terra, the chief governing body of the imperium. The Mechanicus continue to dive deeper into their beliefs, becoming less and less capable of creating new technology, and instead focusing on venerating and worshipping the technology they currently possess. Despite this though, they do relentlessly continue their search for STCs, the holy grails of knowledge. So far, no intact STC has ever been found, and the Mechanicus gets by with only ancient printouts. So, the tech priests of the adeptus mechanicus in the 41st millennium are a bit more priest perhaps than engineers, but they still are responsible for some incredible pieces of technology. Everything from lasguns, to bolters, to rhinos, to cruisers and battleships are built and maintained by the mechanicus, for use by the imperium of man, and additionally reserve some technology for their own armies notably, titans. A titan is a massive robotic mech ranging from 50 feet tall to hundreds of feet tall or larger. Titans are an incredibly fearsome sight on a battlefield, and are easily capable of leveling entire cities or carving trenches out of a planet. The mechanicus also field some of the mightiest ships available to humanity, called arc mechanicus, used as part of their ongoing quest to find and reclaim STCs. The primary infantry of the Mechanicus are the Skatari, fanatical warriors heavily augmented with cybernetics, capable of fighting in almost any atmosphere and equipped with advanced weaponry. The Mechanicus are also responsible for creating servitors, mindless drones used to carry out simple tasks across the Imperium either vat grown or made from lobotomized criminals, servitors are capable of acting with only the most basic instincts, programmed to only follow a task they're designed for. They generally feature cybernetic enhancements related to tasks such as carrying heavy loads or mining, but there are some servitors that carry out combat roles. Most of humanity in Warhammer 40k is wrapped up in a zealous belief in a religion and the adeptus mechanicus are an interesting facet of that. Rather than continually moving forward to create newer and more impressive technology, they only look towards the past in a desperate hope of finding lost knowledge. They have complete and utter faith in the machine god, but there might be something rather interesting about the machine god. It's said that many millennia ago, the man who would become the emperor of mankind, battled with a creature known as the dragon of mars, and sealed it away deep underneath mars, in the noctis labyrinth. It's unknown why the emperor imprisoned this creature instead of just destroying it, but it's possible that he lacked the power to do so. It's unknown, but believed, that this dragon is actually a katan, the oldest creatures in existence that betrayed the necrons and went to war with the old ones. This katan, named magladroth, or the void dragon, was said to be the most powerful of the katan, and it's unknown what its fate was after the war in heaven, but it's believed to be slumbering beneath mars. There are discussions then, that what the original mechanicum worshipped was not an omnipresent machine god, but instead a katan sleeping underneath mars. This is all hearsay at the moment but the ramifications could be drastic if this were the case. Combining cyberpunk with religion is a very interesting combination, and the adeptus mechanicus end up being one of the most interesting aspects of humanity in warhammer 40k. It's said by some that the imperium could not survive without the mechanicus, but the mechanicus could survive without the imperium. While that's certainly a topic for debate, it would be interesting if a schism ever developed between the factions, especially if the katan underneath mars actually woke up. Either way, the mechanicus operate in a very complicated and conflicted form, caught between a yearning for knowledge and a fanatical devotion to ancient rituals.